I'm Debbie Mahilam, mom of four, Air Force vet turned passionate spiritual entrepreneur. It wasn't all that long ago that I not only lacked the confidence, but the tools and understanding of how to manifest a limitless life. As an ICF accredited certified coach, I created Dear Debbie Dream Daringly to inspire, guide, and support you on the path to manifest your incomparable life. The universe absolutely led you here for a reason. So, if you want a life you love from the depths of your soul, create a life that makes an impact and live your daring dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. I've got you covered. Let's welcome what is the highest good for all and get started. Welcome. Hi, welcome to another episode of Dear Debbie Dream Daringly. Today, I just wanted to talk to you about being the light and something that is really come to me is that I have spent what I consider the better part of my life not speaking my authentic truth. You hear that a lot lately. I, I understand that. So what does that mean to me? Well, when I was younger, I know that my father was someone who, when I started to have a voice and have an opinion, from what I recognize now, that was something that he did not appreciate. So I went from being his little kukla, and in Greek that means doll, to him kind of becoming more distant with me because he didn't like as that I got older, I spoke out. I was probably a little precocious, to be honest with you. And I don't think that sat well with him probably because of the way he was raised, the generation that he grew up in, the hardships he faced. And I understand all of that now. He just didn't understand me. And it was just, you know, it didn't jive for him. And so as I got even older, I think my attachment style became that of, yeah, people pleaser, definitely, because I wanted to fit in versus belonging to myself, as Brene Brown would call it. And then even more recently, I find that it was... I had to kind of keep a balance and a cohesiveness in, you know, family and workplaces and became a mediator. And that's why I ultimately think I am so good at coaching is because I understand a lot of what my clients are going through, have been through. But now we're I am at this season of my life. I know that there is no excuse for playing small anymore. And because I have done 
so much of my own internal work, my own self-actualization therapy, and I continue to do the work. (laughs) And that I am very conscientious of what I say is for, I think before I speak, I don't react. I choose my words carefully. I'm human, so of course there are moments when I don't do as well as I would hope. And those are moments where I can take ownership and apologize and do better. Because the four parts of an apology are understanding that what you've done, taking ownership of it, apologizing to the person in full by saying what you've done wrong. And then the full part of the apology, of course, is changing your behavior. And it doesn't happen in a second. We'll still mess up, but as long as we maintain that self-awareness, we do better. When you know better, you do better. And that's what I'm apologizing to myself right now for, because I've abandoned my own self for so long by trying to sometimes overly watch what it is I say. You know, will one of my kids be offended? Will they think this way of me? Will it hurt them if I were because they'll perceive it. And I can't worry about that. If I know what I'm saying is my own personal truth and I don't speak about my children um, or friends or family in any derogatory terms, or I speak about my life from what's happened and I don't delve deeply and overshare in any way that should offend anyone, But again, this is what I'm talking about. I have to live my life in a way that welcomes what is the highest good for all. And by playing small and not being authentic to me and concerning myself with, well, what would this be? And what would that be? And would that person be upset? I can't do that, nor should you. And that doesn't mean we get to go around free folly and go, hey, you know what? That's on you. That's a you problem. No, we have to be conscientious of what we say. It doesn't mean we get to have a free for all, but that also means I speak my genuine, heartfelt truth of who I am and the life I've lived and speak it in a respectful way without oversharing so others can benefit. And if I'm called to do it, that doesn't mean I have to lay bare my entire life, but if I'm called to talk I should. And I guess what's prompting this for me is that 
it's been weighing on my mind for so long. And I've, again, I just abandoned myself so often that I'm tired of it. I'm tired of not stepping fully into my power, especially when I'm coaching clients to do that very thing. Because when we all step into our full, unapologetic, authentic, true selves and shine as brightly as we choose and speak as beautifully and however we're meant to on whatever it is that moves us with the passion that we have for that very thing. That's what the world needs more of. Because the thing we've heard again and again, the haters are always going to hate. And the people who want to find fault with it will. Now that's a them problem. But if we know in our heart of hearts, in our soul, in the deepest parts of our soul, that that is our profound truth, then we have nothing to worry about. And again, as Brene Brown talks about, when we find true belonging within ourselves, we don't have to worry about fitting in. We'll attract the people who resonate with us. We will find the tribe, even if that's one or two people, who genuinely fit with us. And I use that word specifically because it's like almost like a puzzle piece. The universe will bring to us the people who resonate by our putting out the like energy of those because it's a genuine and pure energy of who we are. And if we're steadfast in knowing that and shining that as brightly or being as loud or speaking as soft, but with power and conviction behind those words. That's what we'll bring, we'll bring back to us. And I want to be my own light in the darkness. I am steadfast in what I believe. It's not to say that there are things that I still have yet to learn because I am so curious about so many things. I mean, there's so many more things I have yet to learn. And even those things I know, I'm sure there's still more to learn. But I know that as I choose my thoughts, I choose my life. And as I improve my thoughts, I improve my vibration. As I improve my vibration, what I attract to me becomes better. I've seen it time and time again in my own life, and I am steadfast in that belief. I also know that, as Walt Whitman said, be curious, not judgmental. Because not everything is as black and white as it seems. And I'd rather be curious 
And so I want to no longer shy away from using my voice and my power and my light because the world needs more people to shine brightly and use their infinite goodness and optimism and share it in the world because if we all did imagine what could happen if we all had thoughts of light workers filling the world that domino effect would create something so beautifully unimaginable but i'd love to sit here and start to believe because that kind of belief for me i don't find silly or woo-woo or i believe in hope i don't think i want to know a life or a world without hope hope that you share that that our combined efforts to improve the world and we see it all the time the kindness is contagious because when we see somebody smile at us or we see an act of kindness doesn't it it is inspire us to do something to pay it forward or when somebody's done something kind for us i hope our first inclination is how can i pay that forward and if it's not then let's adopt that mentality what can we do today when you're hearing this what can we do today to pay a kindness forward and if you haven't had someone do something kind for you then start that chain reaction yourself i'll be honest with you having a tough day i decided to instead of letting myself go down any kind of rabbit holes i took it upon myself to start sending out kind messages to the people i know and that made me feel better because i knew it would bring a smile to other people's faces and it would raise their vibration and by raising their vibration my heart felt lighter and that is just one of those things that by doing those little 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 shifts creating those little shifts it begins to raise our vibration and if we do those over and over and over and we talked about that in an episode of how to raise our vibration parts 1 and 2 by adopting that habit of creating kindness a habit of kindness it, it can shift the world 
we often think, I mean, all of our gestures have to be so grand, but they don't. Imagine if everyone, or at least even half of the world, did something small every single day for someone else. What a radical shift of energy there'd be each day because someone else would be benefiting. But now I want you to think about this. There's really two radical shifts that would be happening. The person receiving that beautiful gift and the person giving it also feels that quantum shift of, of giving and feeling so good. So imagine now the power in that. So we might not be able to change the world all on our own, but we can change the world for one person at a time. So I know this episode started about me talking about myself. I get it. But I hope that ultimately my little journey here can kind of remind not only myself, but, but all of us, and you too, that we just need to own our, our beauty, our inner beauty, our authentic truth, the truth of who we are, and step into that and let our light from within shine as brightly as we want it to. And don't let it dim for anyone. Dim when appropriate, but never for anyone makes you feel you need to. All right, friend. I thank you for being here. And I know, I hope you know how much I care for you. I hope you have the most, I have got to stop saying, I think I said I'd hope <laughs> 20 times that said it. So, so I hope you get $100 for every time I've said it. Have an incredible day. And remember, always be dreaming. Until next time. Since I'm not a medical professional or scientist, I don't offer any professional health or medical advice. So if you're suffering from any medical or psychological conditions, I highly encourage you to seek help from qualified health professionals.